to Discussing Documentaries with me, Matt Wills, and Rick Wharton. In the words of Randy Quaid uh, from... What was the film? What's the sci-fi film? Oh, that's what I've missed, Matt. Your cutting references. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the up-to-date one. <laughs> with Will Smith. In the words he's... of a film I can't remember <laughs> and a phrase that I do not recall and an actor no uh, one knows. <laughs> yeah, that guy, I'm back. Um <laughs> Clearly with a bang. Nothing's changed. I've been He's, living in Spain. I've been finishing yeah. out a contract, weirdly enough, while living in Spain, which was weird. And uh, yeah, Rick very kindly has kept the podcast afloat god bless him spectacular and, uh, i mean <laughs> he's, he's bought you, he's bought you asked the listeners we haven't missed a week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you asked them this has been kept up to date not a problem no issues just just good solid steady content from the discussion documentaries crew I've just i imagine remembered... we haven't lost any followers <laughs> <laughs> i've just remembered the name independence day is the name of that film independence day okay. there we go okay yeah yeah you're is right that randy back. quid that's Randy Quaid as he flies the uh, spoilers. If you haven't seen Independence Day, as he flies into the mothership, he goes into the stream that's coming down to blow them all up. I know exactly goes, who you mean. I didn't. I, I didn't think that was Randy Quaid. Um, Quaid I'm yeah. thinking of the guy from Day After Tomorrow and the father of the guy, Dennis in, Quaid in Dennis The Quaid, Boys. Was, yeah, The Boys. Yeah, with Meg Ryan. That's the kid. That. I mean, people Jack. are just so ex- people are just so excited. There's an episode. There's the. <laughs> <laughs> They'll I imagine, I imagine they're huddled around the wireless and this is this is the hope Ukraine <laughs> needs right now. Just... Oh, I've missed you, Rick. Uh, right, and today uh, we are going to talk about uh, a documentary. That's what we do. And it, I, have I written this down right? We're going to talk about White Heart, the rise and fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. this is... What's White Heart got to do with it? I, I, I assume the uh, popularity of at a certain time, also the connotation of ethnicity, which is later brought up. And it was one of those ones where, like, I was just happy to do an episode, Matt. I'm like, fuck it, let Matt pick one. And, uh, yeah, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's called White Heart. I think that was the, the pub they all got pissed in when they said, let's just do a documentary about this. And someone went, yeah, that'll do, Billy. We'll just do that. Come on, then. Um, well, here's the blurb before we and, uh, Can on. I ask a question, right? Yeah. I, 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 I think I know the answer to this one. Was this one chosen because you like Abercrombie and Pitch Pants and you wanted to see the story of it? Yes, um. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. I knew it fucking was. I knew it was. I had the a... only reason why I stuck with it, because I know Matt went, no, I like those trousers. I want to see what happens. It was a pair of trousers. I had this pair of trousers. Um, I bought them when I was in uh, New York and like years ago, sort of, yeah, two girlfriends back and... Yeah, they had they were like cargo pants and they had great pockets on the side and they were really big and baggy and they were perfect for travelling in. Absolutely perfect. But when I lost all my weight, they've just they're no good. I don't know where they are now, but 
Yes, it was exactly because of those trousers. I love those trousers. That was exactly why. <laughs> I knew it. I'm watching. I'm he has no idea of the business practices. It's like, oh, I like those. I'm lucky I'm not doing one about fucking trainers right now. But if you were, they would be the Nike Stefan Joukowsky trainers. If there was a documentary about that, that's what I... we would have done because they're the best trainers ever. I'm afraid some more misery is going to have to befall you before I make the mistake of letting you choose a documentary <laughs> again. <laughs> I um, mean, you're almost lucky you watched the one about the hotel that was fine when it opened. <laughs> oh, that was dreadful. Yeah, oh, we need I, carpeters. No, oh, we've got carpeters. Because yeah. <laughs> that's your criteria. You need jeopardy. You need a. You yeah, need you something need, you to need... talk about. Yeah. Now, I, I had a similar thing with Abercrombie. When I went to the States, when I went over Philly with uh, our lasses work, um, I went in and I always wanted the trousers, not the, the slack pants. Slack pants you can wear outside. That was that was that was what I was looking for. What slack pants? Like pajama pants you can wear outside. There's the that's what the these Hollister. trousers were like. My traveling, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I wanted a pair of them. I remember I went into the store and it's all dark. Like what to show you in the documentary? And, yeah, way too noisy. And I'm looking around. I'm like, this is this is bullshit. This is unrealistic expectations of body image. Like, I'm fucking wafer thin at this time and I can't fit into anything. This is, I've went through, like, I'm now, like, chucking them out. I've only got, like, half an hour in the mall to buy the one thing I was happy to go to Philadelphia to fucking get. And I'm chucking them out, and I look up, and it's a fucking child on the, I'm like, oh, I'm in the kids' store, aren't I? <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> so you're getting all pissy. I'm yeah, sure yeah, I'm like... How are these meant to fit the modern mind? <laughs> I walked into the one in Blue Water. I couldn't see anything. I walked into one of the tables because I couldn't see it. And then someone came over to me. That must have really give you a bump on the noggin. <laughs> it, it did, right? Because it was, fuck it. I was like, fuck it. I've got massive bruise near my ear. The shop assistant came over and they went, are you all right? And I went... Can you please turn the lights up and turn the music down? And Nikki grabbed my arm and she went, I don't think we're meant to be in here. And I went, no, but they do the best traveling trousers ever. And I didn't realize you had to queue up. So when I come out, someone grabbed me and went, oi, you need to queue to get in here. And I went, oh, fuck off, mate. It's a shop. You don't queue to go in shops. And I looked around. You do. You had to queue to get in there. There was about 40 kids. Yeah. I must have walked in there with some authority that you now know. with what we've seen in this documentary. Now we're gonna breeze over the narrative of this documentary. This one's not gonna be a step by step of what happens with Abercrombie. And it Fitch is because, definitely not. Let me do the blurb. Because then, right, then people will know what we're talking about. So it's from <laughs> Let's ruin the end and, and then we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called White Heart, The Rise of the Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. It's from the year twenty twenty two. It's on Netflix. The director is Alison Clayman, um, and she has some clout. She did the documentary The Brink, which is all about Steve Bannon, who's the bloke who got Trump into power. And he created that. What's that thing? Alt, is it alt-right? <laughs> this is, again, we've missed you having your finger on the pulse, Matthew Wills. We have missed this. Are people not happy at the moment? <laughs> yeah, is it? What was the alt thingy? Was it you're always? Sorry, I've got to ask. Have you have you seen our YouTube chat? Because I can't find our YouTube channel, so I never know if we've had comments. But do we have any more of the incels getting in touch? Uh, I haven't looked. I've been a little bit preoccupied, but no, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. I I did have a Mormon track me down. Really? Yeah, man. I'll, I'll I'll tell you. Right, let's just finish the the blurb. Um, 
So Steve, yeah, Steve Bannon. Oh, anyway, him. Alt right, yeah. It is alt right. right yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and she also did more importantly. It's like the uh, opposite to alternative comedy. <laughs> Imagine um, comedy, but in the sticks. <laughs> and leading to the right. Um, um, so she did that documentary, which is apparently very, very good. And more importantly, she did the documentary Jacket, which is all about Alanis Morissette. And um, I don't know any of the other details because it's Netflix. But here's the blurb. All the kit, cool kids were wearing it. This documentary explores Abercrombie and Finch's pop culture reign in the late 90s and early 2000s and how it thrived on exclusion. So I want to hear about the Mormon. Right. OK. Yeah. So. So I said, fuck, I don't know if you remember that episode, but I, I'll put I'll put the episode link in the show. Notes. Murder Among the Mormons. Murder Among the Mormons. Thank you. And I went, fuck these. No, it wasn't Murder Among the Mormons. It was the it was the science. Sorry, not Mormons. Scientologist. It was the Scientologist who's tracked me down. Oh, shit. Don't know people to fuck with. I um, Right. Exactly. I, res- I respect Zenu. Right. OK, well, I didn't. And I said, fuck these people. They're bullies. Let's take them down, Rick. Which, in hindsight, was a little bit arrogant of me. C- considering my wealth, my influence on the planet's culture. And, you know, they, they beat the tax man in America. So I, I don't know how I'm going to take them down. But when I get loads of I get Facebook friends requests, I've got like 1500 Facebook friends and um, I was just looking through it and I saw this guy and I went, oh, that looks a bit unusual. And I looked at him. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's a Scientologist. No, I'm not going to. He's trying to find me. So I just left him hanging in that limbo land for months going, ha, I'll show him. And then one day, by mistake, I accepted him as a friend. And then I I, sh- I shit myself. And I was like, oh, he's coming after me. And I proper, I was like, Ugh. delete my Facebook account. Like, remove myself. Because <laughs> they're going to get the hamsters after me, wherever those people were. What were they called? Was it the ferrets? The bunny busters? The yeah, something ferret like busters? Yeah. Busters? So, uh, yeah, so then I was like, Again, no, I'll block him. completely but, respectful and above board uh, practices. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, so I just I shit myself and I was like, oh, they found me. I was like Doc Brown in Back to the Future. They found me, Marty. <laughs> I remember sending you a message going, Rick, we we, we need to change what we're doing. <laughs> but then since then, I've kind of been all right. So um, I don't know. time will tell. If anything untoward happens to me, this is the evidence. Well, if you think that story trails off. Back to Abercrombie and Fitch, the rise and fall. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the Mormons, sorry. The Mormons are all right. The, the beginning of this, right, and it was kind of everything that w- winds up as too extreme but just irritates me and bores me and makes me switch off, which is like marketing speech. Like, right, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's just like, it's aspirational, you know? People see it and they want to be it. And every time they just, for, for about at least 10 minutes, they just describe what a shop is. But what yeah. they do is, is they put on kick-ass music from the early 2000s. So you didn't realize it was dull as fuck. Like, it'll be like, and you'd go in and you'd look at clothes and then Offspring kicks in. Like, da 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 I don't know who Offspring are. <laughs> Basically, they had a shop. They decided they only wanted to sell to certain people, and then it came back and bit them in the arse. That's the documentary, right? Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. So you had the guy Wessex. No, I'm, I've been watching Vikings. What's he called? Wesner? 
Yep, uh, his name was actually. I made a note. He's the only guy. I made a note of two blokes' names. It was Les Wexner. Yeah, he was the Les Merlin Wexner. of the Merlin of Malls. So he bought Victoria's Secret and was it some other big brands in America that I'd never heard of? GSEP, I think. Yeah, Ace uh, Enterprise or someone. It's mm. a clo- another loads of clothes shops, and he turned them into cash cows basically, and then sold them on. And he bought the name. He, there was a brand Abercrombie and Fitch, which was the hundred and ten years old. Yeah, yeah, it was like uh, the brand that was hunting gear, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and nonsense like golf, golf tees and golf ball and just crap. Yeah, and he bought that and went, okay, let's let's change this around because it's got history and it's a good name. And uh, yeah, he bought in a guy called Mike Jeffries to turn it around, who was a failed CEO and was a bankrupt. And uh, declined to be interviewed for this documentary. That kept me in there I, for another 10 minutes. I can see why he got he declined to be interviewed, right? Because they didn't paint him in the, the prettiest of lights. Yeah, they said um, what he did. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I'm not... Uh, I've got to protect myself here, right? Because while I disagree with a lot of what he said, from a business point of view, what he did initially... You've missed me, right? You've missed me. Um, what he did initially worked incredibly well. They they were making billions of dollars. Mm. Mm. But, that, you know, to use an old phrase, Rick, that's a lot of money, mate. So whatever yeah. he was doing was working. And, and it shows that that shows a that shows how the society in America was, that that would work. Americana. There's a fucking word I hate. Americana. You know, it's Americana. It's 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 fucking Adidas poppers for fucking rich kids. Like I just, there was just something about the the glamorization of material. I mean, you're the fucking minimalist here, but you're like, no, those cargo pants were brilliant. They were fucking brilliant. <laughs> I could sit on a rock in those cargo pants. Yes. They set the place up like like a like basically like a nightclub. Like what you were saying, you had the, the you had the queue to get in. The lights were really dark. You had pumping music, yeah. so parents would hate it in there. They covered and, up the um, windows so you couldn't see what was inside, which so is genuinely a stroke of genius, like a strip club, right? It was like a strip club. You're like, what's going on in there? That's why I went into all them strip clubs. I'm like, oh, I need, I want to know what's going on. Don't keep me out. <laughs> yeah, Abercrombie and Fitch, the strip club of retail. It's uh, what they do in bookies, so you can't see the misery. <laughs> exactly the same as a strip club. And it turns out Abercrombie and Fitch, yeah. Uh, I got a few experiences of Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, I once, I don't know if I did, but I intended to because I remember when I saw the people outside the door with knee shirts on, I thought that's better than stacking shelves. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand there for nipple hair, brown going cheap hoodies. Here you come, <laughs> come and get your hoodies. <laughs> So to just put you into context about that, Abercrombie and Fitch would only employ really, really good-looking people. Right, that was yeah. their whole thing. That's yeah. Well, and and it was Rick stu- Fault. This is how Rick sees himself. I thought that's an easy Rick gig. Fault. No, it wasn't I, a looks thing. I could do thing. that. <laughs> it wasn't a looks thing. I knew I would have looked ridiculous. I knew I would have looked out of place. But I also very much dislike heavy lifting. So. I, I weighed that up, and that was on the list. When I was in uni, I had a lot of people. I think Hollister was the Ameri- was the British equivalent. Right, okay. I don't know. Where so I, so I know Hollister, Hollister but... is the English Abercrombie and Fitch. Right, basically. okay. That's their yeah, English yeah. branch. And I had a bunch of mates go apply for them, 
And that's when you found out if you were good looking enough because you'd come <laughs> back and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, we can give you loads of shifts at night. <laughs> you could be night shift. Do you want to do night shift? I had a few mates doing folding, folding pants during the day and doing whatever the pretty people couldn't. <laughs> I think that would be... Um, we. This I think this is where we sit within the league of good-looking people, Rick. We wouldn't have even got an interview. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, I, I could have worked in the background, but I'd folding. So, are you not a folder either? It's, I'm not a folder. It, does that involve lifting? Hmm. These t-shirts are mighty heavy. I've lived here for a year. I've not bought a wardrobe, so my clothes are just you know what I find. Yeah, fair enough. It's like it's like a little scaffold during the day. I quite like it. <laughs> You're like the Incredible Hulk. Just whatever's lying around. I'll just wear that. That'll do. <laughs> before we before I cleaned up my life, I'll just wake up and be like, why am I wearing banana-coloured trousers? <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Jeffries was the CEO. And effectively, he had... I don't know if you've ever worked for any like millionaire CEOs or anything like that, Rick. But he had a very specific view of how he wanted things to go. Mm. So they had they had a book of... This is how, and he basically in, drilled that into his management team, so they would only employ people who basically were. It's the word in America is waspy, isn't it? So they had to look white. As white if they went waspy to is uh, acronym. White American. White super... Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Right. White. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Waspy. So. Well <laughs> you know you got racist friends if you know that growing up. Fucking hell. <laughs> And he had very specific rules. You know, I want the people who are in the shops to look like this. I want them to look like that. So they employed that and it bloody worked. That's the, it It worked. So as much as you want to knock it, a billion dollars a year. Fuck. Well, they also hired a big name photographer and that was where they're getting Bruce the Webb. brand from. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think they made nice clothes for a time. What they did with the shop is fair enough, but. I think they made kind of nice clothes. And then they got this guy who had to get like, you know, they went talent scouting, which there's a problematic word in the modern parlance. So you'd go and you'd find hot people to fucking take photographs of. They interviewed the original ones of those. They showed the armpit guy. I don't know if you remember the armpit guy in the Abercrombie and Fitch bags Mm. who, you know, just you saw his armpit. I didn't. Wait, the thing is, I've never... Not only have I not been attractive enough to work at a Hollister, I've also not been uh, successfully financially enough to shop in one. Right. Okay. So <laughs> fair enough. But the bags, you remember the bags with that with that guy on it, and he, and he called himself "I'm the armpit guy" model. Mm. And what Bruce Weber, the photographer, did was he would basically take. They were selling clothes, so the all the pictures were basically four percent clothing, and. 96% nakedness and that works mm. to sell clothes again that's a stroke of genius we're not going to advertise our actual clothes but have a look at this effectively which is semi-porn it was some... and I I'd never clicked to it um, of just how popular it was within the LGBTQ community because they they loved it and when you look at it now of like guys frolicking in short shorts and yeah. wrestling and it was all very homoerotic which never yeah. again I was never in an Abercrombie and Fitch much but and also you, imagine you're in there and it's dark and there's fucking music playing you turn around and you just realise there is just a giant throbbing cock on the wall. And you're like, <laughs> 
But even in the shops, they had paintings that this guy did. And the guy, bless him, right? He was clearly a talented painter. And he said, yeah, look, I was commissioned to paint all these paintings for the shop. And it was basically, yeah, it was homoerotica. Um, and he goes, and what Bruce Weber did when he set the scene of how Abercrombie and Fitch should look as a brand, he goes, it basically, it was to stop gay people feeling bad about themselves because that was the view in America for years. And he goes, they Bruce Weber wanted to change the dialogue about that. And he goes, and to a point, he did that. So, you know, fair play to Bruce Weber. Until the end of the documentary. I was going to say, you, you yeah. always speak as if you're just watching it freshly as we talk, Matt. That's, yeah. I, don't know. I'm just... I, I, I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but, you know, the guy who sorts out the hottest young men across the country uh, for a specific job and overpays them. Do you think he had any nefarious goals in mind or should we wait to the end on that one? Well, you didn't at the time, did you? He came across as such mm. a nice guy. I don't know. Su- such a nice guy. Uh, here's the thing. Like, I'm going well, to say this. him. I'm going to say know. this, right? Pinky ring and two scarves is a red flag to me. Is that... <laughs> I was only looking at his camera. I'm like, well, he seems very... And look, he's doing good things. He's pushing the LGBTQ movement forward. Good. That's a good thing, right? And then you get to the end of the documentary. And again, I don't know if it was... It was something that they all liked. I don't know if it was a positive because it wasn't coming out as a stamp, as an ally by any stretch. It was just... The CEO really liked fit young men. <laughs> so he wanted them plastered everywhere. Like, yeah, sex sells, right? It's as simple as that. So yeah, the Abercrombie and Fitch look was the natural American classic. There we go. Even the, and a song came out, didn't it? That had the line, "I like girls wearing Abercrombie and Fitch." I'd never heard of that song either. I, I, I'm too old. I for know. Abercrombie I know the Fitch. tunes to these, but I don't know the song. I was never a big music guy. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, so um, and they but had a then, certain smell when you walked into the shops. Yeah, they were spraying, the, you know. They had good. the aftershaves. They were going at all your senses. They were hitting your senses as you walked into the shops. Mm. Too loud music, not enough lighting. What what's that smell? And that is the rise, and they start to say the when they notice a cultural turn. There's the guy because they all they, they they built a campus so you'd work all night and it'd feel more like your friends working together. So you'd put more effort in and work for free for later hours and things like that. And then they realised in Spider Man the bully was wearing Abercrombie and Fitch head to toe. And, they said, and it upset that when the guy the guy who said that was the guy who produced their quarterly wank mag, and mm. he basically said, "Yeah," and I was just disgusted by that. Hang, hang on, mate. What, that's what got to you. It wasn't the it wasn't the racial profiling. So this is what we're about to get to because in the scene beforehand, we've just seen that there is a list saying dreadlocks are not acceptable on a man or a woman. They, they not, mustn't have this. They mustn't have that. Basically, yeah. they had to be white and good looking. But like, yeah. all everything was directed towards also being white, and that's when you start to hear the things of their practices being illegal. But one of their one of their posters said uh, it had a few guys on it wrestling and it said once you've wrestled everything else seems easy. Well that they haven't done cruelly on a Saturday night have they <laughs> trying to make those fuckers in Sussex laugh. Um and then Abercrombie and Fitch released uh, they had these t-shirts with slogans on which were created yep. by the staff. Yeah, you can, but, I, but, I tell you what, there is so much coke going around that campus, and next yeah. to 
next to the millionaire owners who surround themselves with kids and want them to be creative. But well, here's, here's the weird thing. They were earning a billion dollars a year. You'd buy an ad agency, wouldn't you, to market your stuff? And they said to these kids, ah, you can you know come what? up with this stuff. I think... We'll let, we'll let um, Wills write the jokes. Come on, it'll be all right. Get it. Yeah, I think a mad millionaire would keep it in-house to control it. I think when you're that far down the rabbit hole, you don't want new people coming in because new you've already broken people into the fact you're mental and you need to keep them right. around. But they came up with a... Uh, they created basically an offensive to Asian-American uh, people, it, an offensive yeah, T-shirt. It was, it was a it was laundry okay one. Was, yeah, but it was approved by two Asian-Americans who were in the room. Yeah. I was like, well, how, how are you going to not approve that if you're in the room? Do you approve this? Do you want to pay your mortgage? Uh, yeah, I've got three kids. Yeah, I approve this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to speak for your entire fucking race plus your job. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there was that was highlighted by, I remember his moniker was the Angry Asian. I thought he was really well fucking presented on this. I liked him a lot. And then they started to... It's funny because they're complaining about the T-shirt, but the real issue was their work, their trading practices, their employment law. So they've they've found this as going, well, this is a bit not on. Stop making this T-shirt. Whereas the real thing is they're not fucking hiring anyone out front that isn't fucking white Anglo-Saxon. Here's, here's my slight problem with the... So then a load of staff were laid off because they, they basically... They went, yeah, you're just not... You're not cutting it. You're not white enough, basically. You're not yeah. waspy enough. Because you would have secret visits from stores, and then if they, they would come in, they wouldn't give a shit about sales figures. They'd be like, why is she there? Yeah. Why is he there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a few people were laid off, and then they put together a class action suit to go, hang on, this is unacceptable. And here's my problem with this, right? Before they were laid off, they had no problem working there, going, yeah, we're in we're in the in crowd. We're good looking enough to work here. So they knew about the discrimination that was going on. Yeah. But then suddenly they were being discriminated against and it was only then that they had a problem. Well, that's hippie yeah. fucking critical. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I, I can see on a binary level that that is correct. Yeah. It's not I, binary I, level. That's the level. It's like, this is okay. This is okay. What? They're coming for me now. No. Well, listen, they didn't hire any ugly people to be able to complain. So if everyone who works there... because ugly interviewed, people complain? Is this what you're saying? No, no. What <laughs> I'm saying is there's no one that can go, I got fired for being ugly. Do you know what I mean? Until they start doing that, until they start you know, basically <laughs> cleansing the staff. Yes, because if yeah, you've yeah. got the job, you're in. And it's when they went to like high... Areas with a high ethnicity population, you'd find that you had what was it, Filipino or was it? Uh, no, it was Cherokee. It was um, Native American, right? Not Cherokee. Fucking hell. Well, I, I don't even know that was offensive to mistake. But so it was with the Native American um, ones. When there's too many Native Americans, you need to get rid of them. And then the, since you've been hired, is since you're a kid and you get given a decent job and you're in a managerial position, you're then told get rid of your best members of staff and get these hungover fucking bum, bums with fucking biceps in. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because Abercrombie and Fitch, that's a busy day on a Saturday. You 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 actually need staff yeah. to fucking sort that oh, shit God. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the one of the best places on the high street or most prof- popular, profitable. So you'll need yeah. grafters in there. And the idea that yeah. you then have to have someone that, you know, you've been 
tucked away in Alaska or whatever in your store and someone finally comes out and go, you, you and you, all gone. All right? Yeah. And then what, what have you got on your CV? And it's it, it's a funny coming to terms with that. And it, it was the the stuff that Mike Epp, Mike, what, was Mike, what was the millionaire? Mike, Mike Jeffries. Mike, Mike Jeffries, Jeffries yeah. the CEO. So um, Abercrombie and Fitch uh, settled out of court and no charges were bought against them. To because the they settled. Yeah, for 50 million quid in damages. But that Which was is, two thousands billion, of people. If you, yeah, if you've got a billion mm. a year. Oh, because there was a specific, right? there was another specific one of a lady who um, was wearing the hijab. And they told her no scarves, and they tried to argue it was the same as saying no baseball caps. Then when they went through the, yeah, you you, you look like you want to kill your career there, Matt. You got anything you want to say? Yeah, I don't get why she went for a job there. She needed money. It's employment. It's a well-paying retail job. If you're if you're going to along the high street, you're a student. You would go either to a bar, work nights, be around drunks. You would go to a supermarket, grab Who your tits would want to do that, shit. Rick? Yeah, or you'd you'd look along and go, which one that one pays the best? They will go there. That's a job, or they're hiring currently because they clearly always have to be fucking hiring. High turner over staff. Yeah, especially if a slightly better looking person walks through the door. Yeah. You know, me and you would be on the bottom rug. They're like, "You're gone." Tell her because for her, her name was Samantha Aloof. She was a fashion blogger, and she was raised in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I wondered why, when she said that, I was wondering why it was important. And it was because she wore a hijab and she found out she didn't get the job because of the hijab. Because they went, well, you're wearing a black scarf. She, I believe she got the job. They never got her in for the training is how, is how it was. That's found. right. They said, yeah, we'll get you in on the induction. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you in. Yeah, yeah. And then she never heard anything. So she took it to, um, she, she said, I've been discriminated against. And an organisation said, right, Abercrombie and Fitch, again, right, we, let's fuck them over. And that case went to the Supreme Court, where Abercrombie and Fitch lost eight to one. Who votes for who votes for racism? That's the... Yeah, um, they, they even said it was a person of colour was the judge that voted against, which everyone found was weird. But Yeah, that's a tough vote, isn't it? Are you, are you all for it? Well, I... You know me, I'm a contrarian. I've got to vote against it. It's like, really? What, what the eating of babies? You're going to go with that, are you? Yep, let's eat babies. Just so I can be different. I'll, I'll tell you who Mike Jeffries looks like. Because he becomes a more prominent figure throughout this. A gay Gary Busey. Yeah, who didn't have the horrific car accident. Did he have a car accident? Is that why I he looks like that? I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was that messed oh, up Gary right. Busey. Yeah, I think it's, it's something messed him up. I'm sure it was a... Car accident. Should we just have a quick look? What messed up Gary Boosie? If he then friend requests me, Rick. <laughs> Damn. Well, well, basically. Yeah, it was a motorbike motorbike accident. Sorry. Um, I went off the bike without a helmet. He hit his head onto a curb, split his skull, passed out after brain surgery. Um, and he went to the other side into the spiritual world. Mm. Yeah. All right. See, he I was a coke it... fiend by all accounts. Well, most people have like motorbikes without helmets is a big... I would check that guy's pockets and, <laughs> and red light his notes. But um, I, I was just... If he if he was to have been researching for a role, went for Hollister and they stuck him in the back and that just broke him. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, because well, he's going for method. He's yeah. a method actor. 
Um, Abercrombie. No, my character works out the front, not here it doesn't. <coughs> not in reality it don't, gal. Now fuck off to the back, kid. Um, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, after the first lawsuit that they settled, hired a chap called Todd Corley, who was the chief diversity and inclusion officer, which was a role that Abercrombie and Fitch had to create because they didn't have it for obvious reasons because they were all about exclusion. Mm. And his, it's a very modern job that, I mean, last 20 years, that's a yes. role that's had to have been yeah. created. And I imagine everyone who got that job will have so many stories to tell. And yes, the idea of that, I, I imagine, there, there are some people I would love to talk to about that balancing act of fitting in corporately while doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, very I, difficult. Very I am, difficult. I imagine there there is some like interesting shit to be gleaned from that. Or, saying that though, I I'm going to come down on the side of pro humanity here because I think these days, and it's about we'll time just, someone said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think these days... There just, he is, I talking th- shit about Xenu again. They're coming for I've, you, Matt. <laughs> I, I think people are nicer. I think we've just got a nicer society where we're a bit more inclusive. But then I'm saying that as a as a white person, right? So what would I know about racism and being discriminated yeah. against? Yeah, it's, yeah. It, so, it, 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 we're fucking blind to it until it's yes, earmarked yeah, out. And most people are. Even the person that was discriminating, not realising she was the only person of colour... That um, they were like, no, you can wash the windows. You can't be in the front of the store. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Even it took a while for it to go. Oh shit, because it's not oh, as in yeah. your face. We almost see racism, it, it, like it's it, it's got to be of a level to register with some people that it's like got to be American History X. Yeah. Whereas it's far yes. more subtle and corrosive. The the yeah. roots of that shit. Yeah. And in my sort of, uh, the world's actually quite a nice place mind. Um, mm. I'm like, oh, well, we're in, fixing investment it, right? banking and working. And with investment <laughs> banking, yeah. Um, uh, but I've had a sore beer yeah. today, so I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> sugar free. Um, Are you on a sugar free thing at the minute? Oh, I saw a hypnotist. Okay. Two weeks ago. Um, and he did the old doo on me. Mm. And um, sure, that's yeah, not offensive in some way. Uh, it's called dude you isn't it don't do the hands they can't see the hands (laughs) and yeah he hypnotised me and yeah I haven't touched chocolate since mint? Uh, no not even mint chocolate I've done nothing absolutely nothing but here's here's my fear because they say when you suppress something it's like pushing Mm. a it's like pushing a ball down in a swim pool and Mm. the further it goes down eventually when you do let go of it it the shoots relapse. back up and yeah, yeah. It comes back up. So I think at some point in the future, you might find me dead in a sort of, in a sea of Cadbury's cream eggs with just like... Uh, How far is the drive from your gig mind. on Sunday to your house? Well, that's the thing on... Yeah, so the gig I'm doing on Sunday, it's yeah, it's 20 minutes away. Because smoking, but, I'm fine not smoking. When I'm on my way to a gig, I'm like, oh, I could get a pack of tabs right now. Well, no, because when I drive back, I always have a Magnum ice cream with a whisper well, chaser. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. So yeah, so but I've gigged a couple of times since nothing. It, it's like I've been. It's like I've split up with someone who was abusive, and I'm I'm hmm. partly missing that voice in my head. Partly, 
<laughs> I just imagine, like, yeah, the, the Magnums are abusive, but they're amazing in bed. <laughs> yeah. That's why we whisper. That's why we have to have a whisper afterwards. Um, yeah, man, I've lost like two and a half kilos, which is five pounds for anyone who's listening in non-metric land. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm not feeling great yet, but I'm feeling good. And I went to the cinema last night because we were meant to do this last oh, what night. Got, got invited out on a date. Doctor Strange. Well, I'm going to see that next week. No spoilers. Oh, okay. Um, well, tell me what the beginning half an hour was like because uh, I fell asleep. Okay. So I missed the beginning. So for the rest of it, I kept going to Nikki. What What does that mean? What? I Why is everything died. twirling upside down? Shut yeah. up. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to think What happened died. to her? What's going on with them? Yeah, so it was, um, yeah, it was not enjoyable for my missus, basically. Right, where were we? Yeah. So the diversion and inclusion officer, uh, it didn't exist. Like I believe we were busy fixing racism. <laughs> oh right yeah okay and i'm like well the world's nice and you're yeah, like world, and you're, you're like, a fucking idiot fine. of course yeah. it's not yeah yeah uh and then basically it all collapsed didn't it once they once they lost that case with um samantha youth and what happened bef- just before the samantha aloof fashion blogger thing with the hijab someone looked through what mike jeffries had said and seven years previously, he gave an interview where he said, "Yeah, we are in. We are in. Uh, what did he say? I wrote it down here. Yeah, he we do discriminate. Yeah, he said he was interviewed and he was too honest. And he said, "We are all American. We don't want everyone wearing our clothes. Are we exclusionary? Uh, exclusionary? Yes, absolutely. And then seven years later, a bloke started a petition that went viral, and then suddenly." All the TV people were like, well, this is wrong. Let's put this up as a news thing. Hang on a second. He said that seven years ago. Why weren't you upset about it then? Is it a quiet news day? Well, that's disgusting. It's like, well, okay. when he said it at the time, no one batted a fucking eyelid. But then suddenly we're like, oh, this might have this might be a good story. Okay, everyone, we're going to run with this. I remember remember a very prominent um, doctor once said that. And that was uh, Dr. Bill Cosby. Went, what? That was ages ago. Stop going on about it. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. <laughs> when you put it like that, you're making me seem like the bad guy here. Well, it's because you always go to this like, but why now? Kind of. It's like the point is it got found and it's almost. Um... But it wasn't, it wasn't hidden. It wasn't lost to be I know, found. I know. He said that's... it publicly and no one gave two fucks Ironically, about it. it's a message for I... the podcast. That's why you be careful what you fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyway, seven Sooner years or later, later. Someone's going to check the website. Someone's going to have a look. Yeah. There was also, what was it? The um, So they, they did a skirt around, basically, with the, after the first lawsuit. They didn't call them employees. They called them models. So Beautiful. What did so they call the people who worked in the back? Impact. Impact. Yeah. Beautiful. Impact and models. That's again. smart, right? That is smart. Yeah. Super smart. Because if they were hiring models, then they could go, well, you know, a model by very definition has to be good looking. Mm-hmm. So Rick, sorry, you can't work there. Poor old Samantha Ulav received a lot of hatred online. And I wondered. I would still tell myself it was due to me ethnic roots. Is that what you think it yeah. was? Yeah. That's, I see a little bit too much Scandinavian and, you know, <laughs> can't handle the Viking, can you not? <laughs> How did you know he was Scandinavian? He had a little dime bar in his pocket. Um, that's he said he was Ghanaian. <laughs> <laughs> 
she got a lot of hatred and people were telling her to go back home. She's like, yeah, well, I'm from Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, the online. And that, yeah. again, that's that's another discourse. Anything that gets chucked up. I mean, you're complaining about fucking, you know, Abercrombie and Fitch firing you on your race or religion. And you still have people on Twitter tell you to fuck off back to where you came from. It yeah. is just... And where she came from was America, which is bonkers, a country... Yeah made of immigrants and I, I i i googled this not Only the one... fucking gary what's busey fucking wexner what's he called the the, the two, two scarf les no what's the, the photographer uh um, oh, bruce weber bruce weber fucking pictures he pictures americana man he, he pictures rich young frat boys with pecs he does and uh, this is when it gets to the sad part of the models because you almost dislike the models because they incorporate. There's a lady at the beginning who had a great quote going when she went in Abercrombie and Fitch. It's like they've managed to bottle everything I hated about high school. They've got that in yes. a bottle in here. Yeah, and I yeah. thought that summed up Abercrombie 110. Yeah, and yeah. so they tell the stories like basically someone comes up in your bar, says, look, I'm a talent scout. Come here. And he says the next day I was on a plane to Brazil. And that's all brilliant. And then you'd find out that, you know, Bruce would do good touch, bad touch with you. And he goes, we're going to put our hands on each other's chest and put it down. It's just to help you loosen up. Uh, and all this other stuff of them being abused. And then yeah, the, the Bruce story Weber was a wrong one. The story was like, oh, I'm sending a coffee to come over for a meal. I was like, no, I'm fine, Bruce. And he goes, it'll be really good for your career if you came. And he'll be like, I appreciate that, but I'm fine. And uh, he then puts the phone down and he gets a phone call from. I mean, a woman in the office uh, <laughs> <laughs> who says, uh, yeah, you're fired. Yeah, we're revoking you. We've got your plane tickets. You're out of here. Um, and be well, because of that, Mike uh, Jeffries had to leave because of the thing that happened seven years ago. I say the, he had to leave. They, they gave him 27 million. You know, when you leave somewhere, you know, when you get paid off. Mm. Yeah. 27 million. He's got a big gardening for that leave. There's little things. There's like, there's like aggression in what they did. So like when they said they had to start uh, being more inclusive, it was like the corporate video was like, you asked, we listened. And they're like, <laughs> this one, where's something going to heed? <laughs> it was the this most... This bloke's fat. Look, this bloke's fat. This Here's a... Here's no, a they, they were still good looking. Kissing. They were still yeah, good yeah. looking. And they're still so... good looking. Yeah, absolutely. There were... <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah. Fuck them, absolutely. Fu I'm glad this store is fucked. I, I thought Hollister still exists. I, I'm sure it does. Um, it's just not not know. Hollister Day anymore, I guess. And yeah, I don't you know, know, I think it shows as much as people bitch and moan. And when I say people, I mean comedians uh, bitch and moan about the walk and people being offended. I think it is kind of angling in a good direction. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah, yeah. There's it. it yeah, we should be nicer, right? We should get to that that nice Star Star Trek society. Yeah, what was he called? Um, oh, I'm not hanging out with Klingons. All right, I don't, that'll be offensive Carlin. for a thousand years, but not right now. Not Carlin. Carlin. Um, George Carlin. Cat Williams. Lenny, Cat, Lenny Cat Williams talking about cancel Cat Williams, culture. Yep. He says, "Who have we really lost? <laughs> Who have we really lost? I mean, if if you needed to be able to use those words." That you weren't that fucking good. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I yeah, gotta say, it was it, it's a brilliant fucking. I saw it on like, uh, maybe it's TikTok or, or, or Instagram. But if you look at Cat Williams talk about cancel culture, it kind of sums it up as as good as I've seen it. But then we find the darkness, the real fucking darkness that the documentary really should have been 
more heavy in. So Wexner, the guy who's the Merlin of... Um, yeah. He was a close associate of Jeffrey Epstein, who he made a talent scout for Victoria's Secret, allowing him to... Abuse. Basically, yep, create a web of that. Um, yeah. And that is... yeah. Bruce I think Weber. Bruce Weber was sued by a lot of models for inappropriate touching. For inappropriate which, touching. and this is the this is the genius of, of having money. He settled out of court, and settled out of court to me. And I'm not making any claims towards Prince Andrew or anything. But settled out of court means I'm guilty as fuck. Here's some money. Can you please go away? Because I just can't handle it. Oh, that docu. If you ever see Dirty Money, the Epstein one, it's like. Yeah, oh, like, there is, good. there is, there is. Uh, that's a dark watch. That's just sadness all over. But you see that little prince on a fucking beach with a couple of fifteen-year-olds, like through the seasons. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's there's snow in one picture, there's rainfall in another. It's blistering sunshine in the next. There is no fucking way it's all right. Yeah. So um, yeah, that Bruce Bruce was a wrong one. Mike Jeffries, nothing was put against him he was charged with nothing in fact if anything he comes away fairly clean apart from the fact he he, you know he didn't want people he didn't want everyone to wear his company's clothes Mm. and he only wanted good good looking people to work there who were all american but the right sort of american not the wrong sort of american yeah Yeah. Um, it's the branding yeah um and it was an interesting thing i just what it showed me is yeah, I've not watched many documentaries for a while because I was going. Yeah, okay, let's. See. You could have shaved forty minutes off of that documentary, <laughs> easy. There was elements of a few things in there. There was a little bit of fire festival. There was a little bit of out for blood. There's. I think she's been sent to jail now. Uh, that woman. Really? How long did she get? Elizabeth Holmes. Mm, They've made a TV show about it. Elizabeth Holmes is. I'm not sure how long she got. Let me let me check. No, can't find it because the TV show has now got the search engine optimization. So. (laughs) Oh, she'll be out in a week then. Yeah. You know what she should have done? Settled out of court. Um, on the upside though, so the new CEO is called Fran Horowitz. Oh, just a, a, another fuck you to Abercrombie. They when they did all the diversity numbers, there's a whole bunch about how they, you know, had to make it more diverse and what they did do. But then the boardroom was completely whitewashed. So it was only at but the it basement already was. level. Like, yeah, 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 it yeah. already was, but no one yeah, yeah. moved into that area. Although I'm guessing Fran, I've, I've only ever wet, met one bloke called Fran. So I'm guessing Fran Horowitz, the new CEO, is a lady. It's a start. Possibly. Yeah. Obviously, she's paid 28% less than than Mike Jeffries, probably. Because, you know, we haven't fixed that problem yet. But she said, listen, we've we've listened to what you've said and we've we've turned down the music and we've turned up the lighting. So they listened to me, at least. That was good. My complaint got registered. Mm-hmm. You know, I was happy about that. And... All it made me think of was, oh, it's. I think America is like the snake that's eating its own tail. Not all of America, but parts of it. You know, bits of it are incredibly broken and superficial. And it's, yeah, it's. I don't know. It's I quite don't know. Sad. Maybe it's just anglicized from like British eyes, but everything feels not real when you're out there. Maybe yeah. it's because it's just a little bit different. 
but there's it's same same but different isn't it but mind you you're only in tourist areas and tourist areas are fucking you know false do you know what i mean like they yes, are yeah, built, built for a tourist opinion yeah so stricken that one from the record but what, you, what score are you giving this one there matt oh um it's been a long time since i've done this what what is that it's out of five it is out of five. Um, That's like if Shearer came back with, oh, yeah, I played for Newcastle, didn't I? Yeah. Did you? Oh, is, it was, Alan? Was that, is it Alan? Was, was that important to you guys, was it? Yeah, all right, I'll take a few penalties. Um, yeah, I'm going to give this one a two. Yep, same. Took me three days to watch it. I can't watch this anymore. This is just dog shit. I started it, don't get me wrong. It, it was all wrong. It was everything. All their business practices were wrong. Um, in, from that point of view, from the other point of view, if he would have just said he was sorry, they would have carried on trading. And they would have got away with loads. What an idiot. Yeah, they just weren't cunts, you know, if they just weren't cunts. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Imagine, uh, I, can, I, I can think of a few businesses that would just be thriving. If there weren't any cunts. Uh, what about, what's what's coming soon? Um, I- we got a thing to discuss regarding a director interview that we have been very Ooh. rude to. Yeah, lovely. Um, What's this wee shit? I've just literally walked back in the country. What? Imagine I'm in an imaginary deck chair looking at Newcastle United transfer rumours, Matt, and someone right, asked me okay. to do something that involves the tech and scheduling when my schedule is nothing but open in clouds. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it lands in your more than ample technological lap. <laughs> but I've had I've had a standing email for a very nice company asking, would we like to interview this documentary maker? Yes, for and she's a, a while. she's an Oscar winner as well, isn't she? So um, that would be, uh, be very just, good. I mean, I, I'm not discriminating, but the last name isn't through, so... We haven't got Farouk. I'm not contacting Farouk shortly. Um, you can't meet your heroes, man. What if he's mean to us? I am not. I don't want to meet Farouk. Hey, it's all right, he's not my hero. <laughs> what if I'm just like, who's this baldy Why would he, he be... He, he, calls me, he just calls me Backshop. backshop. <laughs> That's what he's going to call us. <laughs> impact. Is that what we are? We're Impact. Yeah, we're Impact, yeah. So, I'm Randy Quaid. I'm out of here, man. Thanks for there's listening. A hit, there's a hypnotist crying right now, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating? Oh, listen. It looks like baby food. I Is it baby food? I haven't had ice cream in fucking ages because Avalas has said, I'm going to start making sorbet. So, obviously, that took three weeks to get in production. And, uh, yeah. It's kind of, I've, I've just had a message saying, it's basically ice cream. It's, um, it's coloured sugar. I'm liking it. Oh, yeah. It's got great colours as well. Absolutely. Frozen. But thank you very next, much. Mate. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Apologies, apologies, apologies on um, Matt's tardiness. And <laughs> <laughs> Where was he? Yeah, that's a documentary within itself. But yep, there will be more episodes. Thank you very much for sticking with. You take it easy. Set up. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh.